0: Hi, I am Attila. I'm the founder of agencycarestaff.co.uk website, which is a business directory for nursing agencies and home care providers in the UK. Welcome to episode five of my podcast. Uh, today I have another guest. Can you please introduce yourself? Yeah, so uh, Will
1: Draper. I am healthcare and commercial director of the Shaw Group. Our head office is based in Hull in East Yorkshire and i'm down here today to talk to you around the healthcare market home care and agency support
0: um
1: how is business William? so business has been good for the past few years Uh, the shaw group has been in existence for the past five years now we've operated a healthcare division shaw healthcare for the past four years Uh, that started off initially purely as agency and labor support so ad hoc sh- uh, staff support for residential and nursing homes and more recently we have achieved our cqc accreditation back in 2018 so we've kind of evolved that business to not only being a labor supplier but now being a healthcare provider in its own right as a home care division
0: okay i didn't know that i didn't know that you provide home care as well
1: yeah so w- recent addition um We spent a number of years sort of perfecting our compliance as we were supporting residential and nursing homes and saw a gap in the market for a a smaller, more boutique-feel agency that could give that extra bit of quality as opposed to the higher, more volume-driven providers.
0: Okay, so what areas do you cover as as a home care provider in UK?
1: So purely as a home care provider, we are trialling this and pushing forward in the Hull area to begin with. So we are now working for both local councils in that area. The Shaw Group as a whole also runs an office based out of Wakefield and Northampton. Mm-hmm. So our goal is for 2020 to take our home care division and mirror it into the Wakefield office and into the Northampton office, which is the same as what we've done with our residential divisions from the previous years.
0: Oh, well, that's that's excellent. I'm sure you're gonna, you're gonna do it.
1: Uh, tough times ahead, but yeah, we'll yeah, we'll, no. we'll get there with it.
0: Yeah. So, when did you start uh, the business? Actually, the the Shore Group. So, the business was started by Charles Draper,
1: and um, that was back in 2014. And that was initially on a warehousing and heavy goods driving basis. And then, as the years have gone on, we've morphed and diversified into different sectors. To spread our risk essentially um and also become a lot more diverse and a lot broader as a company um so we started off in hull and then as the years have gone on we've added divisions wakefield northampton as as i've said and um gone into broader fields so healthcare was a a particularly strong area for what we wanted to move into you've got warehousing and driving which is volume driven and um, sometimes can be foreseen as a bums on seat approach to our customers where the healthcare side of things is a very different uh, a very different kettle of fish really um, you've got a lot more passion involved of it if a shift doesn't get hit it's not just a, a trailer that doesn't get delivered or a package that isn't you know put into the warehouse correctly it's someone's actual personal care that isn't being yes. delivered so it's a very different type of recruitment
0: okay so speaking about um, healthcare, can you please tell me? I'm asking you because um, a lot of people are um, asking me this type of questions. Um, how do you find your clients?
1: Right. So the business development side of things, um, two ways really. The ad hoc shift selling is is slightly easier. Um, you know, door knocking is certainly one of the ways that we got started in this business i don't think cold calling gives a fair opportunity for anyone to get an impression of who you are or the service that you're selling um but certainly sort of cold calling knocking on the door type appeal if the manager or the care home that you're approaching is in need of occasional ad hoc support then they'll entertain the conversation with you um if you make the right impression Mm -hmm. and you can actually provide what you say you can provide, then there's usually an opportunity there to follow. Um, So yeah, that's how we got started in the ad hoc cover. And then in terms of longevity, building up contracts and relationships, that was really just after demonstrating what we could do and having a long-term impact on that customer's uh,
0: business. And after that, as you said uh, earlier, the word of mouth uh, kicks in. You have a few clients and then probably they will uh, recommend you. But yeah, uh, cold calling, I agree with you. Uh, Yeah, uh, not a lot of people like that anymore. It's hard to get past reception sometimes on that front. That's it, yeah. Okay, William, can you give me a quick intro about uh, what Shore Group does? Yeah,
1: so the Shore Group actually operates as four individual companies. So the, the first company that was started by my brother, Charles, is Shore Staffing and that always had its roots in in heavy goods vehicle driver supply and warehousing staff and labor and then as we progressed we moved into you know the various different types of recruitment so we specialized in shore healthcare the residential and nursing support we then moved into shore logistics so we went along the lines of if we could provide a company with a lorry driver could we have the ability to provide them with the whole transport solution so we now have a fleet of class one arctic vehicles based in the wakefield area and we move for a number of different um, distributors supermarket chains etc and then we also run a company called shore commercial which runs all of the permanent placement side of our business it's it's a nice little cross-sell side of the business which when we're providing say warehousing staff to uh, a warehousing or dock facility they may turn around and ask us who can provide the the receptionist for the maternity cover or who can fill our accountancy role and of course they've already got a relationship with us as a business and it just flows very nicely that we have a commercial department which will field all of their permanent recruitment needs the same happens for our healthcare providers not only do we provide seniors uh, and healthcare assistance but when perhaps a a senior manager is needed or a deputy manager within one of the care homes we've placed a number of those recently for a supported living facility based out of Doncaster so we've really kind of encompassed the 360 and broken it down into specialist niches
0: so how many staff do you have in your uh, healthcare division, so in the healthcare division, we have we payroll around
1: seventy-five to hundred staff per week. Uh, the majority of those are based or come through the Hull office, and then we have a contingent staff in the Northampton and Wakefield
0: offices. But our bulk main focus
1: in Hull is, is the healthcare side of
0: things. Okay. And uh, what type of care settings uh, do you support? Can you support nursing homes, uh, hospitals? Um, are you specialised in any, any uh, healthcare sector? So um,
1: we have we started off initially just covering residential homes and, and then grew as the complexity moved up. Um, what we do now is we work with a number of specialised supported living companies charities mainly um who have 24-hour care requirements uh where our staff need to have quite complex training needs mapper training safeguarding etc and that's where our sweet spot has become recently so we still cover all the residential and nursing homes but supported living charities has been has been interesting for us for the past six
0: months okay yeah, interesting um we're gonna go a bit deeper um into into the business environment uh, can you tell me more as a nursing agency is it difficult these days uh, what about the competition would you advise somebody to start a nursing agency you know can you please
1: yeah it so always a difficult one um you know people always use the word agency and it's something that i am trying to Differentiate our branch away from slightly because I think as you get called agency and, and staffing agency, you, you know you can always very get tired of the same brush as some of the cowboys out there or some of the <laughs> the labor providers. It, it's something that we need to sort of move away from. Um, I always make the introduction these days as, as a healthcare provider. You know we have healthcare trained staff, we have trainers in the business, we provide home care. By all accounts, we're that healthcare provider as opposed to just being a staffing agency albeit that's a big part of what what we do um there is stiff competition uh one of the reasons that we initially moved into it was it, it felt like there was less competition in the healthcare market f- compared to a warehousing or a driving point of view which i think is still true but by no means is it a, you know an open market there's still you know high barriers of entry a lot yeah. of compliance that needs to get right and, and there's still a lot of companies out there doing a similar role and it's You know if to start and get started on this journey you've got to figure out what is that usp point that you're going to bring to the market what's going to differentiate you to another care agency or healthcare provider and i think you've got to figure that bit out before you before you make a decision
0: okay so i get a a ton of visitors on an article i have about starting a care agency so the article is on the first page of google I also get emails from people asking for help, Uh, for example, they want to know how to start a care agency, Uh, they need information about that. Um, What is the minimum budget to start a nursing agency, what do you reckon? so what's the minimum the minimum
1: budget i suppose you can start one in a, in a few different ways you know i know the franchise option is very popular with a number of people it's not something that i've ever looked down to but i imagine you know the amount of capital you'd need to buy into the franchise in the first place would be um you know sizable um in terms of what do you need to grow from an organic point of view i suppose i've i've listened to people's stories who've started with themselves being the carer and acted as that care agency and almost sold themselves out into these chefs you know if you're going to go down from a base level organic point of view you only need enough funds in the bank to be able to float a carer's wages for a number of weeks until your invoice gets paid and then you've got that that small markup on top i suppose so
0: yeah so um if somebody wants to start uh, as you said organically uh, without an office maybe from home do you think a laptop a website will be enough for them yeah and
1: and a lot of drive behind it (laughs) Um, you know you've got to make sure you understand the market that you're getting into you've got to understand the compliance side of things and you know it is possible to start something like this from a laptop and a bedroom you know but if you
0: don't do it with your research incomplete um, (laughs) that's it, high chances that uh, you'll fail so as I said a lot of visitors uh, on that blog a lot of people asking but I believe maybe one percent will actually take uh, action. Um, Where are all the nurses? (laughs) Um, Good question
1: very difficult to find um, but when you do get hold of one I suppose it's important that we that you you hold on to that particular nurse uh difficult we've tried recruiting nurses directly indirectly we have canvassed hospital canteens with flyers we have um launched facebook ads we have parked advertising trailers at uh, gp surgeries you know we've tried a few different things um a difficult one if i had the mm. answer i suppose we would have a lot more of those in our books and we'd have a very different business today um but yeah there's definitely a shortage in this country of trained qualified passionate nurses and yeah
0: let's let's hope that the numbers keep building i came in uk in 2010 we always had a shortage of nurses well at least since, since i'm here uh But really, in 2017, it really started to be more and more visible. It's, you know, they are very hard to to find. A lot of people are saying that, well, they are all working with agencies, Mm -hmm. it's more money. But I know a case when um, somebody had to call seven nursing agencies to find a nurse. I think, well, if they are all working with the nursing agencies and you're calling seven of them and nobody can cover, you know, that that's why I ask you... you yeah, there's, there's, there's an, an evident they? problem there, isn't there?
1: Um, look, I, I don't think the profession um, is is paid enough for what the role is. It's long hours, it's very hard, hard labour. And the skill set and the training that you have to go through now to become that registered nurse is it's not a short career path it's got to be something you've got to be invested into for a long time and i don't think we regard nurses in this country with as much
0: um with as much respect as, as what the
1: career deserves
0: okay and uh, to go for uni is quite expensive as well that doesn't help i i believe no
1: no um the financial cost of you know balancing a work life to pay for utilities etc whilst going to university to study then picking up work placements to be able to use those skills and yeah i uh, i think it's a hard career path yeah
0: uh have you're working with nurses and you you supply nurses yes yeah, yeah. we
1: have a handful of nurses on our, on our books um not a great number i'll i'll gladly admit as mm-hmm. as you say the problem um I'm also fortunate enough to be married to a nurse, so okay. I, I also have a bit of a, a background from that side of it, so I understand more so um, the years of hard work that she's had to put into into this to be able to become a, a registered nurse in the first place.
0: Um, are you familiar with um, the language exam they have to pass in order to obtain the number from N- NMC
1: in terms of people coming into the UK and, and yes. no it's not something that I've had any background mm. in um, I know we have a number of nurses who have, have come in from mainland Europe and working on our agency at the moment and they tell me that as they come mm. over to the UK that the the pay gap the pay difference from what they was getting paid in, in their home country to here is, is enormous um, mm-hmm.
0: it is um, it's, it's quite a big uh, topic now. I have a lot of friends uh, everywhere in UK, and especially nurses. But you have uh, nurses coming from EU, and in order to obtain their PIN number, they have to pass the ELS test, which, from what uh, they are telling me and what I've seen on um, You know, Facebook Mm -hmm. groups—it's almost impossible to 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 pass, and that's that's a big um, problem. Um, Where can people find you on um, social media or? Yeah, so we have a presence on social media. Um, Our
1: website is the best place to start. We're we're UK and. You know, email us that it comes through to all of our inboxes in our various offices and we'll make sure someone gets back to you ASAP Um if you know of any nurses who are looking for jobs in the area then absolutely yeah we are uh, recruiting all the time
0: do you have referral schemes
1: yeah so a lot of our certainly from a healthcare assistant and a senior healthcare assistant point of view um, for all of our teams we run a referral friend scheme so we are offering uh, 50 pounds for every person that one of our core members of staff recommend to us that's then joined on by a 50 pound joining bonus to our agency for all incoming healthcare assistants and seniors and we're trying to use that as a it's an incentive scheme to come and try out what employment with our agency is like because i i know the healthcare assistants and the seniors that i know that the the population is out there but giving them A reason to move into employment with us when they may be very well comfortable in their own position and their own employers i think they need a reason to to move and explore different options and you know if that's something that we can do to try and move people into into our favor then we can convince them once they've started
0: why we're a great option to be
1: to be partnered with then then that's what we do
0: Um, william uh, thanks for popping in Uh, thank you for sharing uh, your knowledge it was a great pleasure to have you as a guest. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Attila. It's been it's been fun.